0: Welcome to this episode where I'm going to be showing you how I never ever run out of content ideas. Okay, this is going to be a two part episode series, a mini series. Uh, And this is my way of always having a reliable system so that there are always either brand new content ideas being generated and I'm filling my cup all of the time. I'm just overflowing with content ideas. But also, I am putting back into the cup that I have already built and making sure that it's new, it's fresh, it's up to date. And so I have a reliable system. I do work from my inspiration quite a lot, but I have a reliable system in place so that on the days when I either don't want to have to think of new things or I'm just not that inspired on that particular day... Or I want to go back and through my archives and think, hmm, what have I either not talked about for a while or is there a topic that I haven't covered? Then I have a reliable system in place to go back and look at things. So we're going to dive into what that system is today. I'm really, really excited to share this with you because I get so many questions of, Sarah, how do you consistently generate new content ideas? Even from my clients, because we can be on calls and they'll say things to me, They might just say a sentence or a client scenario or something that someone said to them. And you can see my brain, I'm putting into content ideas for their business that makes it really unique to them. Because one of the things that you need to be able to do for your business is not just create here's some educational content, here's some inspirational content, but really look at it through the lens of how you would say that thing, or how you would create or like the tone or emotion that you want to bring through with it to really make it yours. So this system is going to help you to customize, you know, use a framework that works, but really customize it to your business so that it's said in the way that you would say it. It's helpful and valuable to your audience, but it's also really custom to your business. So I'm excited to help you dive into this two-part system. Okay, so part one is my fallback system. So this is actually the second system that I use. However, it's the foundational piece. So this is why we're going to talk about it first, because if this isn't in place, you have no business doing the other thing. So we need a reliable fallback system. You can't be running off to be inspired and just creating and, you know, winging things on the go. If you don't have a reliable fallback system and a way of producing quality content day in, day out, because this should be your most foundational piece. Once you've really honed down this skill and you can do this without even needing to look at it then that's where inspiration hits and you can create a bit more freely and, you know, go with the flow a bit more. But this is your bread and butter in terms of content. So I'm really, really excited to share this with you. This is going to be a juicy episode. So if you want to get notes on your phone, if there's pen and paper around, you're probably going to want to take notes on this because I'm going to walk you through how my matrix works Um, I'm going to give you a link in the footnotes so that you can go and get the matrix if you want to, but I'm going to tell you how it works so that you've got a really clear idea, um, as to what my unlimited content matrix is and how it works. So if you can imagine, first of all, if you're like Sarah, what on earth is a matrix? (laughs) A matrix is a way of having infinite endings And this is why it's so important to have this in your content is to have a system whereby you can give it a certain amount of information and using that information, you can produce unlimited endings. This is what's going to fuel your inspiration is if you know that you can feed certain information into a system and it just produce so many, if not unlimited endings back to you, you're never going to run out of content ideas. What an awesome You know, awesome, awesome place to be in. Because so many people will say to me, like, oh, I struggle to think of new content ideas. Or I want to be posting on two or three platforms, but I just don't know, I don't have that amount of ideas. Or how do I do it in different ways? Or just all of these questions. And I know that people can take far too long on content as well, which might have been fine, you know, 12 months ago, two years ago. But in the quantity of people and the way that the online space is growing, you can't afford to be spending absolutely ages on a single post that is only going to live like 24 hours. So why you need this system is having a reliable fallback system that is going to allow you to create not just good quality content, because we don't want to be putting out fluff. We want good stuff that's going to get you noticed. It's going to stand you out in a crowd. It, you know Any single one post is going to grab your ideal client's attention and be like, ooh, who's this person? I need to work with this person. So we want to be putting out quality content. But what we don't want to be doing is spending all day creating it. Because we've got shit to do. We've got lives to lead. You've got people to serve, clients to serve, a community to impact, a movement to grow. And so you can't be spending all day in your Canva drafts. So what we need to be able to do is to create quality content and at speed. It is a quality and quantity game now. Yes. So you need to be able to create good shit and quickly. So having this fallback system is going to allow you to create good, reliable, proven and tested good quality content and do it at speed so that you don't have to think about it. You're not plucking your brains to be like, oh, my God, what am I going to post today? What does my ideal client need to hear from me today? What's going to help me sign a client today? Which, by the way, is not you in your power. So just going to point that out. Um, But this system is going to allow you to be able to get that quality content and not have to think about it. You'll just be able to pick certain things out that will give you a certain ending. And there's unlimited ways that you can do that to get infinite endings And so you haven't really got to think about the content. The framework is already there for you to use. Woo! exciting. Okay, let's get into this matrix. The way it works, if I was to give you a visual, if you can imagine a graph, and you've got the X-axis and Y-axis. Can I remember which one's which? I think X is across the bottom, right? Anyway, (laughs) one that goes up and one that goes across. If you can imagine that on the one that goes up, you're going to put your brand pillars. So these are the things that are custom to your business. These are the three, maybe four topics that you speak about consistently in your marketing. I would say like three to four, no more than five. Otherwise, you're just going to be a little bit all over the place. Um, So if you were to go with three, what are the, the three buckets of content that you typically talk about all of the time? Again, just to keep things a little bit different so that you are not doing like same same and always talking about the same stuff. What are the three buckets or brand pillars that you want your business to be known for? This could be your skill set. Um it could be your the interest of your ideal client. It could be a certain way or style or theme. It could be something that you want to be known for. So for example, when I first started out, mine were um, sales, growing an online business and confidence and mindset. So those were three buckets that I would talk about and I'd post something around sales, I'd post something around growing an online business and then I'd post something around confidence and mindset. You see, they're all kind of related, but they're not. What I want you to do, if you've got your notes up open or you've got a, a pen and paper to hand... Right, first, draw the axes at the top so that you can see how this is going to work out. Um, So you've got your brand pillars that you're going to put up the left-hand column. Um, Pause that a second. Underneath your brand pillars, I want you to take a moment to write out as many content ideas under each of those pillars as you can. I don't mean content ideas. I mean like subheadings, topics, themes that go underneath there. So if I was thinking about confidence and mindset, for example, as the brand pillar, I might put things that are specific to confidence and mindset. So I might be like um, camera confidence, overcoming comparisonitis, um, overcoming limiting beliefs, procrastination, um, building a solid AF mindset, and just trying to draft out as many subheadings underneath that main heading as possible. If you can try and get 20 to 30 of those, brilliant, that'll help you out a lot. So think about getting as many of those subheadings under each of those pillars as you can and do the same for each one so that you've ideally got 50 plus, um, you know, the more the merrier, but subheadings or like themes for your brand. And then underneath the Y-axis is the different angles that we're going to look at these topics from. I have seven different angles, seven different lenses that I shine on each topic so that I can look through any one thing through seven different ways. There's probably more to be honest, but seven are the, the main ones. And so <laughs> you can see how when you say to me, Sarah, how do you never run out of content ideas? It's because I have loads of themes and I can look at each of them under seven different lights. And have, I have unlimited ways of talking about those things under seven different lights. I'm going to talk you through what this looks like. Um, so the seven different lenses, if you like, are the messaging pillars. So these are your ways of looking at things. I'm going to talk you through what the seven things are. You will have heard of some of them likely. Um, these are the ones that I've developed for my business that I've shared with clients. I've shared this unlimited content matrix with clients before and they were just like, oh my God, Sarah, this is exactly what I've been looking for. This is going to save me so much time. Why? Oh, <laughs> I've had people go through Sold Out Sales Academy, of which this is about halfway through the program, and they all messaged me privately outside of their group chat to be like, oh my God, this is worth the price of the program. <laughs> So it's popular with my clients and so uh, it's something that I developed for my own business and I was doing it piece by piece. Every time I saw something that was good or was already working well for other people or it was a high performing post or a good framework or I liked the format of something, I wrote it down. So this is something that I've been piecing together over years from good quality performing content across multiple different platforms. So there's things in here that I've seen working on TikTok. There's things in here that I've seen working on LinkedIn. So any of these things can work well on any platform. I'm just letting you know that. Okay, so let us get into the messaging pillars. So you've got your three to five brand pillars. Then you've got your messaging pillars. So these are problem awareness, high-level educational, aspirational and empower, authority and leadership, polarising, sassy, controversial, (laughs) personal storytelling. And then lastly, sell it, baby. (laughs) Because obviously I wrote these, so they're a little bit customised. And so I'm going to talk you, give you a little explanation of what each one of these is and why we use these or why I use these. Because again, you don't have to use all of these, but each one serves a different purpose. And so you've got first one, problem awareness. The whole point of this is you being able to show your ideal client that you have the solution to their problem, that you can see them where they are, you can meet them where they're at, that you see, hear, understand them, you get them. You know where they currently are and what they're struggling with, what's keeping them stuck, what's stopping them from moving forward. Because people are on a journey of progression, whether that's in life, in business, in relationships, in health, people are on a journey of personal growth. And so when you're thinking about how you can help your ideal client, the more that you can show in your content, hey, here's where you currently are, here's where I know you want to be, and here's how I can help help you get there. So this problem awareness content is really helpful uh, for showing your ideal client that you can serve them um, and what's stopping them currently from hitting the goals that they want to hit. Then we've got high-level educational. So this is... What's really going to position you as the authority? High-level educational content. Like, if anybody tells you that educational content is dead, don't listen to that person. (laughs) People have built seven- and eight-figure brands off educational content alone, like nothing else, purely teaching, purely giving value. So anyone that's like, educational content is dead, I'm like, okay, who are you kidding? (laughs) Because... When you freely teach your audience something, and there's no ask for it, you are just giving straight value, straight education, and they're able to learn something from you. The law of reciprocity says that they're going to want to reciprocate because you've given such incredible value that they'll feel crazy not to want to reciprocate that. So if you ignored all other six of these lenses, and all you did was high-level educational content you would have a successful business. Yes, we're going to look through other lenses to help you out and be able to bring a bit more nuance and variety to your content. But if you only did teaching style content, you'd have a high amount of likes and saves. Well, I will say that. This is where, you know, when you see some Instagram accounts that have got like 100,000 followers, but they don't actually make that many sales? This is why. It's because if they're not... Either high level enough in the type of educational content that they're creating and they're just making it a little bit tips and tricks and they're not actually selling enough, they can get stuck in being a tips person. Whereas when you bring high level educational stuff and what I mean is showing your years of expertise, showing the growth, the milestones and what you've achieved and what you've achieved for clients in this area and just backing it with data, facts, you know, you can see... The high levelness around this educational content, rather than just here's five tips to help you grow on Instagram, you know, people don't want generic crap anymore. So, so we've got problem awareness, we've got educational. The next one is aspirational and empower or motivate. So this one is being able to ha- like give your client a feel good factor when they're on your page. This and it's not about like. Helping someone to just feel like a little bit inspired, like, oh, that'd be nice to have. You know, this is giving someone a physical like serotonin boost for being on your page. And this is also why, and I've been guilty of this as well, when you come across someone's profile and they create too much problem awareness content, it becomes a bit of a negative place. And I've fallen into this trap before. I get it. I've been there. I've done it. When you create a lot of content that is intended to be helpful, you know, you're doing it from a place of I can help you, but all you're doing is showing someone all the mistakes that they're making and all the struggles that they've got and everything that they're doing wrong. You're creating a bit of a vibe of, like, they're not going to feel good when you're on your page. So there needs to be some stuff in between the stuff where you're just like, "Mm." (laughs) I'm helping you just see some areas where you're keeping yourself stuck. But here is what things could look like. When you take action, here is what's possible for you. So this is the stuff under inspirational, sorry, aspirational and empower where you're really helping your ideal client to show, show them what's possible for them. After they've either worked with you or after they've experienced a transformation, what does that life look like? So it's going to inspire people to take action. Then we've got authority and leadership. This is the stuff that is going to just place you head and shoulders above the crowd. I don't care how big your audience is or how small it is. When you do this well, you instantly stand out. I've seen people do this well who have like 500 followers, 200 followers. You can instantly tell when someone sees themselves as an authority and creates content from that perspective. It's, it just lands with such a boom. It's just so, it's certain, it's heavy, it's sure. Um, it's like clarified. There's zero fluff and 100% confidence. So authority and leadership is the stuff that is going to absolutely separate you from the crowd. It's going to build your brand, your reputation. It's going to get really like people knowing you for you. And this is why clients will choose you over other people. Because again, there's, you know, what, hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who do what you do. So the more that you can really lean into authority and leadership content, this is what is going to position you far away from the crowd into a league of one. Then we've got polarizing controversial content. This is your sass. This is your spice. This is some of the most fun content to create or some of the most, I don't know what the word is here. This will be the stuff where I get a little like flutter in my stomach of like, oh, should I post that? <laughs> and the answer is always yes. This is the stuff where you yeah, it can have like a playful tone or a more serious tone. So obviously it depends on the moment, but this is your stuff where you are willing to stay, state your place, you know, put your staff in the sand and say, here is where I stand on this. So this can be stuff that you either passionately agree with, passionately disagree with, um, just strong opinions that you have on something. Like, don't be afraid to rock the boat, even if it's not what the majority are talking about. In fact, the whole point of this column is that it's not what the majority are talking about. This is you wanting to be assertive, wanting to be disruptive and go against the grain. What do you believe that other people don't believe? What do you, what are you for that other people are not for? What do you wish was being talked about that nobody else is talking about? So this is you going actively against the crowd um, and seeing what is either your beliefs and why, so that people can be like, yes, she is for me. Or the ones that aren't for you, you know, can leave. This is what's going to really draw your people in. And for the ones who aren't your people, it will politely, you know, they'll carry on scrolling. And good, we want to be putting off the wrong people so that we can really bring the right people in. The more that I have gone down, you know, the why me and bringing out my true opinions, the more I attract people who are just like my absolute people. I don't have people in my programs who now are not aligned. Like they know exactly what they're getting. So you owe it to yourself to be unapologetically you and attract dream clients only. And then from the last two columns, we've got personal and storytelling. So this is where, this is your personal connection content. This is them, you building your deeper level connection with your audience it's as you show in empathy um, talking about stuff in a more personal lens that you might not have talked about before, either more personal journey things um, and really increasing the know and like factor when we think about know like and trust there's other ones other pillars that build the trust factor so that would be more the you know your high level education your authority and leadership pillars, whereas your personal and storytelling pillar. This is allowing people to see the you behind the brand, really build a relationship with you as a person. So this might be your own personal journey of success. It might be your personal journey of either struggles or challenges you've overcome. It can be things that you wish you'd known or um, things that you would do differently, or you sharing a goal or a personal motivator or something to do with your family or personal life. You know, this, this can be anything, but it's more, it's more connecting in nature. And then lastly is the sell it baby. (laughs) This is your column to get your cash, girl. Now I know some people will be, will say to you, don't sell directly on the grid. You know, you can sell on stories, sell on email, sell in DMs. Yes, but also no, (laughs) My perspective on this, because I went for a long time of not selling anything on the grid, and I would only sell on stories. And whilst it does create a really good connection, and people always buy from me for my stories, you also miss a lot of people. There are a lot of lurkers who aren't watching your stories, and so I've found that any time that I've dropped either a waitlist for a program, a new freebie, a new low ticket offer. I will get people dropping either into my DMs or signing up to those lists or signing up to buy that offer um, and actually buying that offer who I've never seen before and don't watch my stories. So I would encourage you to really be making sure that you are selling on the grid. You can still do it subtly. You don't have to have it as like the first post in the carousel is like, buy my course. <laughs> you can do it You know, through any of these lenses and the last piece in that carousel will be your sales piece. So you could either do it as a problem awareness post that then leads to the offer. There's any which or a client story, for example, that leads to the offer. But I would be selling in the grid because for the amount of people who are quietly lurking, aren't watching your stories, how are you telling them how they can work with you? So and then... you're you're probably getting lost in my content matrix now. So we had our three brand pillars down the side. We had our seven messaging pillars across the bottom. So you can just see from that very basic grid, the actual matrix that I have goes far more into detail than this. But from a very basic um, axis, you can see that there's already 21 content ideas just from what I've just given you because you can take any one of your brand pillars and put it under seven different lenses. So you've got 21 content ideas right there, just from the different ways of looking at the same three things. Now, remember that you've got up to 50 different themes that you've written out under your brand pillars bank. So you've got 50 times seven. Um, uh, Am I going to go there? 350 ideas. (laughs) And so then (laughs) we're, we're still going. We've got more underneath each of the seven, the messaging pillars, I have developed for you an entire hooks bank. You can either do this yourself or I'll drop the link here for you to go and get my content matrix. But I've built out over 130 high quality, already proven successful hooks. And I've categorised them underneath each of those pillars. So all, all of the seven pillars that we've just talked about, problem awareness, high level education, authority and leadership, aspirational empower, polarising and controversial, personal storytelling and sell it baby. Underneath each of those are the actual hooks that you want to use in your content. As remember, I said to you, this should be a system where you don't have to think. So... Using this system, you go get your topic from your brand pillars. You choose the lens that you want to look at it from underneath. One of those seven that we talked about. And then underneath those, you can go and pick out the exact hook that you want to use. Literally lift it out. There's already a proven framework. And so you can just drop your content idea. And then there's a scheduler so that you can literally go put it straight into action. So for example, I'm going to show you how this works. If let's say I'm using confidence and mindset um, and underneath that brand pillar, I had got procrastination as a topic. So I'm going to take procrastination. Then I come across to my messaging pillars and I'm like, oh, what what lens do I want to um, shine a light on this? I'm going to go polarizing and controversial. And then I go to my polarizing controversial column. And there's, let's see, 25, 30 different hooks underneath controversial and polarizing. So I just pick the best one. I'm just going to go with the top one. And so I'm scrolling up on my little feed. So the top one is I will never X and here's Y. So if I wanted to apply that to procrastination and i don't want to have that polarizing or controversial theme it might be a i will never procrastinate and take more than 48 hours to make a decision on anything and here's why and straight away i've got a content piece then like that's given me the prompt that i need to be able to go and either create a video or create a post and do it quite quickly because i've already got the idea there and it's in you know inspired something in the brain and i can talk about why i move quickly why i make quick decisions why i don't stall on things what the costs are for people who do stall on things, the impact on their business. So there's so much content I can go and create from that because I've got a framework that works. And so for you, this is why when you use this system, you've got your brand pillars, you've got your messaging and hooks pillars, you can go get your hook straight away and then just apply it under the theme, put it straight into action, put it in your content scheduler and there's also tips and things for you to help improve, like the type of content or the way that you're creating it as well. And then you can pop it straight into your scheduler. You can pop in what the type of content you want to create is. So, like, is it a real? Is it a carousel? Is it a static post? Are you doing it in a live? Again, so that you're varying up the different types of content you're creating. So you can see how between your three brand pillar buckets, with up to 20 or 30 different themes under each one, then your seven different lenses, then using all of the hooks that I've put under each one, you're never gonna run out of content ideas because it would take you a long time, even if you used everything that has just happened until this present day. So then when you take into account everything that will happen past this present day, whether that's new client experiences or new knowledge and skills that you gain, new client projects, new business growth, everything that you do past this day is going to continue to fuel what is already in here. It'll just give you new material to add to these existing frameworks. So this is how you're going to build out your framework, your matrix that will give you infinite endings because you will continue to keep pouring into this. I'm super, super excited to share this with you. Now, I did say that this was part one of a two-part system. You need to have this solid foundation in place first before part two will work. So I'll pop the link in the show notes here. If you've got any questions at all, send me a message on Insta, Sarah Buckland Coaching. And I'm super, super excited to share this with you that I'd love to hear what your thoughts on this episode were. If you enjoyed it, share it to your stories, tag me so that I can see it and reshare it. And I shall catch you inside the next episode.